be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, there was a rich man and he had a steward who was denounced to him for being wasteful with his property. He called for the man and said, What is this I hear about you? Draw me up an account of your stewardship, because you are not to be my steward any longer. Then the steward said to himself, Now that my master is taking the stewardship from me, what am I to do? Dig, I am not strong enough. Go begging, I would be too ashamed. Ah, I know what I will do to make sure that when I am dismissed from office, there will be someone to welcome me into their homes. Then he called his master's debitors one by one. To the first he said, How much do you owe my master? One hundred measures of oil was the reply. The steward said, Here, take your bond, sit down straight away, and write fifty. To another he said, And you, sir, how much do you owe? One hundred measures of wheat was the reply. The steward said, Here, Take your bond and write 80. The master praised the dishonest steward for his astuteness. For the children of this world are more astute in dealing with their own kind than are the children of light. And so I tell you this, use money, tainted as it is, to win you friends. And thus make sure that when it fails you, they will welcome you into the tents of eternity. The man who can be trusted in little things can be trusted in great. The man who is dishonest in little things will be dishonest in great. If then you cannot be trusted with money, that tainted thing, who will trust you with genuine riches? And if you cannot be trusted with what is not yours, who will give you what is your very own? No servant can be the slave of two masters. He will either hate the first and love the second, or treat the first with respect and the second with scorn. You cannot be the slave both of God and of money. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Have a seat please for a few minutes. So, my dear brothers and sisters, the theme would seem to me to be money, money, money. So, a delicate theme, and yet important. I think one-third of the parables of Jesus use money as an example, so I guess there is something important, money being the root of all evil. And it's true, it's not easy money, because when you don't have enough of it, life can be very difficult. And look at those who have too much. Very few do not self-destruct footballer or pop star or I was reading about Justin Bieber the other day that guy basically self-destructed it's very difficult to to handle money with wisely and with responsibility and yet uh, money is just the means that God has given us and I think our faith can help us to really understand uh, how to use money properly why because with faith we know we're just passing through we're not under the illusion, normally, 
that we actually own things eternally. We're just borrowing. Whether it be your house or your money or whatever you have, your car, we're passing through. And so we have to use it wisely. And uh, I think the master, uh, the parable today with the master and the steward is quite shocking because the steward basically cheats, but the master admires him. And you go, and it's supposed to shock you because it's, he's not admiring his dishonesty, he's admiring how smart he is. About two weeks ago, I was in an Irish traveler uh, caravan park, whatever, whatever you call it. And um, these people are very devout people. You know, they ask me to bless. You should see the schemes they get up to when it comes to business. Genius. Genius. You would never have thought of it. And yet, applying that same genius to their faith, rarely. I'm not just targeting them. Generally speaking, we have people who have PhDs in medicine and have third year level knowledge of their catechism. People who are very brilliant in their own career and don't invest their heart or their mind into their faith. It's the great tragedy for our church today because there's so many leaders and powerful spiritual people in our midst. But it's like a sleeping giant. They have to be woken up. So this, uh, this famous master calls in his steward and he says, Allah Donald Trump, you're fired. Okay? So, uh, but before he's fired, he starts using the people who are owed him money to make friends. And this is what the master, because when you read the whole parable, you see that it's, he's not praising his dishonesty, obviously. It's, it's the fact that He's, uh, he's smart, he acts, he doesn't get depressed and just sit in the corner. He he's, finds himself in dire straits and he moves. But the master admires it. And I think we can learn something really powerful from this. First of all, he's a steward, which means he's not the owner. God owns it and everything is a gift. And actually what sin is, the definition of sin would be to behave like we own our talents. Like we own our money, like we own our house, like we own our destiny, like we own our rights, like everything is, is, is due to me. No, it's a gift. And there's an attitude we have, when you know that everything is a gift, you begin to receive it with more joy and happiness. The other thing is, we squander the gift of God. We can see this in the, in the parable today as well. And also, that we will be called to account. There's an audit coming, a big one. And we have to be ready. Our books have to be in order. And that's something that we, we, we fall asleep to as well. And I think what Jesus is trying to tell us as well is that uh, in that beautiful line when he says, people are more astute in dealing with their kind than the children of light. The genius of people dealing with everyday problems, but not applying it the same intensity and discipline to, to the religious. If you, if you are given 25,000 tomorrow morning, you'll be up at 4, 4 a.m. running for that appointment. If I say to you, can you get up to pray to spend time with Jesus? You go, yeah, it's good, but uh, maybe, maybe tomorrow morning I might get up. So there's no incentive really spiritually. But what Jesus is trying to tell us is we use people to gain money, unfortunately. But what he's saying is use money to gain people. It's the opposite. Use your money to bless others. 
And this week I had the grace of doing masses, beginning of the year school mass. I tried to tell the kids that, that each person here, and you as well obviously, have a gift, a rare, precious gift. But it's not about having an ability. If you have a great ability, so what? What are you going to do with it? Do you put it at the service of others or do you use it just for yourself? And when you use a gift just for yourself, you will self-destruct. It's when we put our gifts at the service of others that others blossom and we blossom. And that's, I think, what Jesus is trying to get across to us today. And uh, when I was in Dominica last year, a year after the hurricane, I saw that in action. After the hurricane, people reached out to each other, helped neighbors, went to help people who had lost their roof. There was a lot of compassion, a lot of understanding. I hope it still continues, but at that stage there was still a lot of, you could see the gospel values being uh, lived with the faith and the resilience of the people. And you can touch the gospel in those moments where when you're in need and dire straits, people reached out to each other, and that's a blessing. And I think with today's gospel, we can all maybe challenge ourselves, how do I use God's gifts? And to know that Our Lady of La Salette, when I went up there years ago as a teenager, I went up to the mountain in France for two weeks, two months, sorry, working at the sink. Wonderful job. And um, I, that blew me away when I saw this image of her. She's sitting, crying. I've never seen Our Lady in a statue apparition do that. She was crying out of compassion for the world today. And she's close to us. And Mary, of all people, can teach us how to receive the gift from heaven and to use it properly, responsibility, uh, responsibly and with generosity. And when we do, like her, we receive the gift of joy, of inner peace and spiritual prosperity. Amen.